Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 64. This episode is brought to you by my Entrepreneurial Courses for Teens. There is no better time to get your teen into starting their own business. These kind of skills are going to be amazing for their future. You can count this on the homeschool transcript for credit, and your teens can make money on the side. It's a win-win situation for everyone. You can save 30% if you use the coupon code podcast. And you can find all my courses at 41more.teachable.com. I have the selling on Etsy masterclass for teens, the eBay reseller mini course, and also the podcast launch for teens. So there's something for everyone. Use the coupon code podcast for 30% off. You can find them all at 41more.teachable.com, or I will drop a link in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 64. So welcome to episode 64. This is a really fun one because I got to interview one of my Etsy masterclass students, and she's a teenage entrepreneur who has some really great ideas. She's not afraid to try new things. And I think this is a great episode for you to have your teenager listen to, to be inspired and encouraged and maybe get some ideas of their own that they can run with. So I'm interviewing Anna of Anna Made Design Company on Etsy. She also has a blog. She's also starting a subscription box, and I can't wait to see what other things she ends up doing in the next few years. So I am linking to all her sites and all her resources and all her products. You can find them in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 64. Let's jump into this interview with Anna. Sorry, false alarm. I just wanted to give you a heads up that my microphone on this interview is kind of on the soft side, but you'll be able to hear Anna just fine. So in case you it kind of surprises you, I just wanted to give you a heads up about that. Okay, here's the interview. Anna, thanks for joining me on today's podcast. Sure. So this is super fun. You have an Etsy shop. You're only a you're only a teenager. I say only, but it's really impressive that you're a teenager and you have an Etsy shop. Can you tell us what you sell and how long you've been creating handmade items? I sell handmade greeting cards on Etsy and I've been doing that for about 2 years now. So if I can ask you, like, what got you into making handmade greeting cards? I think I read a little bit of your story on your Etsy shop about page. Can you give us a little bit of the background, like why you got into that? Sure. So my grandma taught me how to make handmade cards and she was doing it kind of as a hobby for herself, but I really got into it. And then I had all these cards and I wanted to have a way to 
give them the people and sell them the people. And I was look at first looking for craft fairs, but I didn't find any in my area. So I ended up opening an Etsy shop. That's awesome. Actually, that's really, that is helpful because when you open an Etsy shop, you have the whole world that can buy from you. I know I've done craft fairs too, and it can be a little tricky because sometimes they're not well attended or just sometimes people are browsing and not buying, but Etsy is awesome because the customers come right to you. Now, I know you had talked about how craft fairs though were helpful for you because you heard from your customers. So when you did a craft fair, like what kind of things did you learn about your customers and like what were they looking for in a product? I learned what kind of cards they wanted. So I had one that just was a celebrate card and that was the only sentiment. So that wasn't the kind of thing that they were looking for, but they were looking for sets of cards, birthday cards and thank you cards. And the craft fair I did was kind of near Christmas time. So my Christmas pop-up cards were a big seller there. So that's really neat. So, so instead of just sitting in your booth, you were like interacting with the customers and, and asking them what they were looking for. Is that kind of how it worked? Yeah. So would you recommend to other teenagers that getting to a local craft fair will help them figure out what kind of products they need to make? I would definitely recommend that, especially in the beginning, to figure out what kinds of things people would want to buy. Yeah, I agree with you. So what is your best piece of advice for selling at craft fairs? I bet you learned a lot with doing that. What kind of advice would you give to other teenagers who are thinking about a craft fair? So this might sound really simple, but what I learned was I got people coming to my booth just because I smiled at them when they were walking by. And then I was talking to them about what kinds of cards they liked and why they used cards and kinds of things like that, just to get to know them. And then they would come back and buy some cards for me kind of after they were done browsing. That's amazing. You're right though. Um, people do like interacting and it, and it helps, it helps you sell your product because it puts a face to the product. Are there like any, um, are there any supplies that you would say you really need to have on hand when you're doing a craft fair? Um, obviously your products, but I also had square payment processing. So most of my customers paid with cash, but there were a couple that wanted to use credit card. So I was able to get like free for 180 days with no fees from Square. And then once people paid with credit card or with cash, I was able to record that on, and it would show up on my Etsy shop as sales. So like if I made 50 sales at a craft fair and I had 30 sales before, at the end of the craft fair, it would show up that I had 80 sales, even though they weren't processing the payment through Etsy. That is actually amazing because I think Etsy takes notice of that. And then they promote your stuff because you're selling. So that, that is actually really good for exposure on Etsy. I notice when some of my items sell, they like the same item sells a couple more times because Etsy kind of pops it up there in the search and like people see it. So actually that's really good advice. I love that. So tell us about the recent growth in your Etsy shop. I know I've been kind of, I've been in touch with you in the last month or so because you contacted me or, or maybe I saw that you opened an Etsy shop. Maybe I contacted you, but um, you took the selling on Etsy masterclass for teens. Um, can you give us an idea of how that helped you and about your recent growth? So kind of what you said before, I had one Mother's Day card that was at the front page or the first page for the keyword floral Mother's Day card. 
And then it just kept selling and selling. And it actually was all the way up to the bestseller, which was really exciting for me. So that was really how I got a lot of my recent growth. And then in the beginning, the selling on Etsy masterclass was really helpful because I had no idea. I had never heard of Etsy before and I, was, I wasn't a shopper. So it was really helpful to be able to ask you questions and learn just the basics so that I could go research more what I wanted to learn. And that was really helpful just in the beginning. Awesome. So did it take you a long time to get through the class or did you do it little by little as you implemented each thing? I think I took it in the summer. So I might've done it over a week or two, but I didn't like kind of stretch it out. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. So what's next for your business? I know you're still selling your cards on Etsy, but you, can you tell us about your blog and also your subscription box that you're hoping to launch soon? I started my blog because I wanted to be able to promote on Pinterest. And I thought that I needed to have a blog to be able to um, bring people to my blog post and then eventually to my Etsy shop. So that was how I started my blog. And then the subscription box, I thought about how people need cards all the time. They use them and then they want more. And how when you buy on Etsy, sometimes for holiday cards, it takes maybe three to five days for you to place the order and then me to send it to you. So for holiday cards, I wanted to be able to have a subscription where I would send people cards and they would have them in plenty of time to send it. And so that was how I got the idea for my subscription. So I'm planning for it to include um, regular cards like birthday and thank you, as well as holiday cards like Christmas and Mother's Day. And are you looking to get a certain number of subscribers before you launch? What's your, what, what's your goal? My goal is 15 because all of the cards will still be handmade. So I want to be able to be able to um, handle all of them, but I also want to kind of get a good amount yes. so that it's worth it for me. Awesome. And if any of my listeners want to go ahead and look into this, I will definitely link to Anna's uh, Etsy shop, her blog, and you can find out information of how to maybe uh, be part of her launching her subscription box. So that's super exciting. So as we wrap up, Anna, what advice would you give to other teenagers who are listening and they're like, this sounds so amazing. Other teenagers who would love to start their own business. Do you have advice for them? My advice would be to just get started and to start small. So open your Etsy shop, get in a group, get in your masterclass or anything that will really help you stay motivated to grow it and then slowly build up your product. So I only have like 25 cards right now, but my goal is to get to 40 cards by July. Yeah, this summer, because the more um, products you have, the more exposure you have for people to search and find you. Amazing. You know what? Congratulations on all your hard work because this does not just happen automatically. So it's obvious you're putting in a lot of hard work and congratulations on your success. It's super fun to hear from you. And thank you for talking with me today. Thank you. Wow. I am still super impressed with all the different aspects of her business that Anna has been able to grow in the last few months. So 
definitely check out her sites. I think your teens are going to be inspired and check out the Selling on Etsy Masterclass, which Anna took and it helped kind of get her started on the Etsy platform. By the way, if your teens need a little bit of inspiration, if they're like, yeah, I would love to start a business, but I'm not quite sure what I could do, then I want you to grab the Summer Business Brainstorm for Teens. And if you're listening to this and it isn't the summer, it doesn't matter. You can grab it anytime. And I'm going to link to it in the show notes. It will give your teens about 20 specific business ideas, as well as it will help them brainstorm what they're good at, what resources they have, and like help them come up with maybe an idea that would work for them. So I'll put the business brainstorm in the show notes, along with all of Anna's sites. Definitely check it out. It's at 41more.com forward slash 64. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.